Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk USA. Are you tired of waiting for change? Tune into Blog Talk USA. Let your voice be heard on Blog Talk USA. I'm your host, Bishop Gillery. It's my birthday, and I'm chewing. <laughs> I'm chewing that. Happy birthday, Bishop. <laughs> Thank you. I knew that was going to happen. Usually it plays out. I'm I said, sorry. She's cut it short to me. It's okay. <laughs> you know how you try to get one more look, one more in before everything happens? <laughs> well, it didn't happen. So we're sitting here at the boulevard. Uh, Restaurant in Beverly Hills at the very hotel where Pretty Woman was filmed. It's always my favorite place to go, especially at night, because it's such a beautiful atmosphere. So in Rodeo and Wilshire, it's just the most fabulous place to be. One of the older hotels in Beverly Hills as well. Everybody watched uh, Pretty Woman. They all fell in love with the doorman at the uh, hotel. The way he was such a father figure to the young, beautiful actress playing the role of uh, a... would we call her a call girl? <laughs> what a way to spend birthday. No, I'll tell you the truth. So we're at Barney's of New York. They're going out of business here in Beverly Hills. And uh, so they had a sale. 70% to 80% of everything because everything must go. So when I found out about this, of course, this morning, I made my way over. It was the 
the fight from hell. I've never seen so many small Jewish ladies cock back their person. They were snatching and pulling. They only had a few rules before they opened the doors. They said, whatever department you purchase or you want to purchase something of this merchandise, do not take that merchandise to another department. And because this is a closeout sale, you can't hold, lay away, uh, you know, There'll be no transfers. There'll be no returns. There'll be nothing. It's all final. Sales are final. Okay, you all understand? Yes. So about 58 people stormed the door along with myself. I had more fun than I've had in years. First of all, you know I'm a big guy. So what I'm wearing in most cases Nobody in that 57 other person would be trying to pull for the things that I was pulling. Except for one woman who decided that she was going to shop for her husband and her boys. And she was just grabbing the stuff off the rack so that she would have it before they got to the store to try it on or to whatever. So. One of the ladies, I, I overheard them saying that she's not going to, she has to take it to a counter and she has to buy it. There's no holding. And so she had something that I wanted. So I waited. So she says, well, I need to go out. This is where you need to purchase it or it has to go back on the rack. So um, she waited till the lady left and then she told the girl, please hold, please hold. I go back to my car, I come back. Why did the bishop go over and say, let me see that sweater? I want to buy it. But she said, oh no, I'm holding it. I said, oh, I misunderstood the manager. I thought the manager just said it was no holding. She says, yes, but the lady. <laughs> when I, I thought I saw her purse. I said, but, oh, so there's rules? So you can hold myself? I can go get my wallet? <laughs> so I bought it. <laughs> I bought it. And when she came back, she still didn't know if it would fit whoever it was. But she had the unmitigated gall to tell me, you, you do me. You don't be able to fit back. <laughs> so I had to let her know it didn't matter. I'll, I'll get it anyway. Of course, I would have sold it back to her. Um, I would have sold it back. At the retail price. Mm-hmm. So how's your day? Mm-hmm. 
Rihanna, how was your day? Oh, I'm sorry. You cut out. Uh, you cut out for a second. My my day was, you know, exciting as always. <laughs> Another day in paradise, folding laundry and such. <laughs> it certainly wasn't as exciting as your sweater story. I can tell you that. Well, I've had an enjoyable weekend. It started good. And I have been going every since. I okay. have been going every since. It's been amazing. I I can't complain about anything. That's good to hear. So, this is how we're going to do the callers tonight. We have a few callers that will call in and they want to say something, so we're going to let you do that tonight. Rihanna, if we get any calls that come through, oh, yeah. we will let them speak. Okay. Lots of things have happened since we last were here. Um And, Bishop, let me just remind callers who are on the line, if you do want to say something, you have to press 1. Otherwise, I don't know which lines to open. Uh, So please press 1 one time if you have a comment or a question or have something to say. And after you push the 1 and you come in, please put your phone on mute when you're not talking because we'll get your static and then we'll have to uh, re-mute you ourselves. So, thank you. So, on Thursday, uh, we had, uh, was it Thursday or was it Tuesday? We was at Shaq's restaurant, Shaquille O'Neal, near the Staples Center. And uh, he was there, of course, with Charles Barkley and others. Um, And they were... Mourning the death of Kobe And The fans were just Amazing And I've said it before And I'll say it again You know uh, We seem to be more moved by Our Entertainers and athletes In the past Than we are Than we are with our civil rights leaders and, and people that are in the forefront. So we are always trying to do our best. So we just do the best that we can, you know? Do the best that we can. But I have to say this, and I know that there are some people who may not get it. Um, if you have star quality notoriety and you have um, money grab a cause because I I think that too much is given much is required and it just would be wonderful to be uh, thinking right now how great Kobe was because he opened up shelters for the homeless 
um, that uh, are down in Los Angeles, downtown, in walking distance to the Staples Center. I think that it would be wonderful to say that Kobe uh, spent uh, one hour a month uh, doing public service announcements with regards to the safety of our daughters and how we need to um, stop the human trafficking. Now, I know because I have known for quite some time that everybody does not take and will not take the cause to fight for our children and our elderly people and our veterans. But it's amazing to me how when someone passed, we give a lot of attention. There are people that were, you know, they act as if the world was going to stop. Kobe was a phenomenal basketball player. I think that he did, uh, you know, most inspiring um, leadership with the Laker Club. The, the the company, the franchise, was blessed to have had him. However, I would like to have been able to say that uh, he was in the trenches with me and others that are in the trenches fighting for the humanities. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Uh, we The death of he and his daughter and uh, other family members uh, were, were a tragedy. And uh, so I really, really uh, give a lot of love and condolences to those people who share that boss. You know, can you please fill this up? Oh yes, sir. Thank you. Uh, yeah. So I, uh, I just had to say that because you know, when when a tragedy like this take place, you know, there are many losses, and um, everyone have a perspective for their reason why they feel the way they feel. And I would like to have more than just uh, athletic fans uh, having felt the loss. You know, not just the tragedy of a, a young daughter, uh, one out of three, uh, uh, four daughters. So three daughters are, are, are going to, you know, have a sister and a, and a dad that's gone. And we just, we just, uh, you know, we just, we feel, you know, we just, we feel, we feel the loss. We feel the loss. I think people are going to remember the life and legacy of Kobe Bryant for many, 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 many years to, to come. He was a great athlete. Enough about that. And Rihanna, tell me what you're thinking in your time. Uh, in the great state. Oh, um, here in Kentucky, uh, well, <laughs> I can tell you that for the first time in a long, uh, for the first time since I've lived here, uh, people seem actually mad <laughs> at Mitch McConnell. I know everything I say is political, but I can't help it. Uh, people around here uh, are none too pleased. So 
that's a positive sign in my opinion because normally uh, people either really love him around here or don't particularly care about all the crap he pulls uh, in his position in the Senate. So I've noticed that. And what else? What other news do I have? Oh, go ahead. I watched the whole impeachment. I watched Mm -hmm. the whole entire thing. When I wasn't watching it, I was listening to it. Yeah. On C-SPAN radio. And I think what the Democrats need to do now is just expose the six seats that are vulnerable and take the Senate. Mm-hmm. And move back Congress and then formally impeach him for treason. Mm-hmm. And any and everybody that works in, in conjunction with him. So. Mm-hmm. I've been saying this and it's starting to catch on her one of the MSNBC MSNBC uh, talk show host say exactly what was said on this show a few weeks ago. I love the way they pick up the narrative. <laughs> Win the Senate and you can get justice. I think that it was interesting also how the um uh, the Republicans didn't even allow the they didn't even allow the Democrats to call witnesses. Mm-hmm. And they also blocked the Supreme Court justice from being able to overrule them in doing so. Uh-huh. Um. Well, and then, Bishop, it gets even worse because, as I'm sure you saw, uh, Lamar Alexander, for example, and Marco Rubio, you know, several of them finally came out and basically said, okay, yeah, he did, he did it, what he did was wrong. It just doesn't rise to the level of removal. It, it's it's up to us to allow the American people now to take in this information and decide at the polls. How the hell can they decide at the polls if you blocked us from seeing witnesses? So it's a double, you know, they're talking out of both sides of their mouth on the whole thing. Right. Wow. Yeah. I mean, either either a trial has witnesses and you do your job, Senate, or, you know, <laughs> a trial has witnesses and then you make up this lame excuse that we should do your job. But you can't block all the information and then tell us to take that information and use it to make a decision at the polls. You didn't give us any information. You didn't allow it. Wow. It's crazy. Wow. This is what they do in dictatorships. So I just I just amazed at um 
some of us. I, I'm just amazed how we've allowed so let me just say this he did everything that they said he did everything that they said he did one of my Republican senators said it was proven When Mitch McConnell he said it doesn't matter what they say or what they do, this is how this is going to end. He said that months before anything happened. So with, with that being said, they only did exactly what they said they were going to do. And my problem is that what do we say about our justice system? This is just a, it's, it's, it's all a flaw. <laughs> um, you know, we, we, we can't allow ourselves to continue to be um, hoodwinked by people who pretend, excuse me, Excuse me, bro. Um, that tell you that justice don't matter. That tell you that justice don't matter, and then um, once they, you know, I just don't believe that that they were willing to. Uh, prove that democracy is dead. Democracy is dead. You know, so that's where we are uh, in America. And we just have to continue to uh, strategize. I think that most importantly, uh, we have uh, a group of people who want to continue to act as though Everything is okay. Well, everything isn't okay. Um, everything isn't okay. So there it is. There. What did you pull up on the internet, uh, Rihanna? I'm sorry. On uh, I must not have heard you. Your phone is cutting in and out every now and then. Uh, what was yeah, I supposed to be looking for? No, I, I just said um, on this impeachment, they 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 cut everything off. Yeah. They ended everything with no with no um, evidence, and apparently they're going to wait right. until after Wednesday, right before forty five gets up and give his state of the I don't know what he could call it uh, <laughs> his address. Um, I, I just, I, you know, I don't believe that they would be so stupid. I, I just don't believe <laughs> it. I, I really don't. And, and you know, and for my Republicans friends that are our friends uh, that are going along with this, I say something's wrong with you. 
because you, uh-huh. you're not going to get people to want to uh, support this type of democracy later on. You know, you have right. trials all the time. You've had this guy to go and, and, and uh, ask for other people to be investigated for the very same thing that your daughter, your sons, your son-in-law is doing right now. Mm-hmm. How much money have the Trumps made <laughs> since Daddy became president? Right. Now I know that well, some Republicans were afraid. Some Republicans were afraid. Mm-hmm. As you know, Sipon disinvited Romney <laughs> yeah. for for um, voting a certain way. Mm-hmm. Now, me, I'm going to write a letter to CPAC. I'm going to tell CPAC, I don't know where you get this gang-banging mentality, but are you saying that you want to control the way senators vote? <laughs> If they don't vote the way you tell them to vote, then you disinvite them to your CPAC convention. So we've gotten a mob. I mean, is this, you know, are, are, are we are we worse than a third world country now? Mm-hmm. CPAC demands loyalty to Donald Trump. Well, I That's the whole the thing. I understand. Um, the loyalty, I understand the racism, I understand Israel, I understand all of that. What I don't understand is how you purportedly have a trial mm. in a Senate, an official trial, and you have PACs <laughs> wanting to weigh in and say and tell the yeah. senators what to do. You're, I mean, to anywhere else that would be tampering with a witness. These, mm-hmm. these, these senators were sworn in as, as, as jurors. Mm-hmm. As judges, information was given to them, proof was given and shown to them of what happened. If you're saying that does not matter, then our court system, our judicial system now does not have any bearings. You can't tell people to pay taxes. You can't tell people to follow the law because the law doesn't work anymore. Mm-hmm. This was a country of laws. That's what makes it democracy. We all have to follow the law. And that's what's not happening. And for those who say it's okay, and then they, they take the never. I've never seen or listened to so many people that are functional retards. I mean, I don't care if you live in West Virginia, Texas, Alabama, Mississippi, Louisiana, or where you live, where you just mm-hmm. sit there and call a station, and you, you, you know the wind is going to come and blow over your trailer. You're saying we don't want no evidence. We don't want no evidence. Mm-hmm. No, they mess with Trump. We don't want no evidence. What do you mean you don't want any evidence? <laughs> you know, evidence is a liberal you. scheme. <laughs> right? But I'm saying how yes. stupid, how yes. retarded can you be? This man is Hitler all over again. This man mm-hmm. is Hitler all over again. Yep. 
and the functional retards that are following him. Wow. Yeah. That's why last week I was saying I used to really chalk this up to ignorance and stupidity. I, I don't anymore. These people are dishonest and craven. They know, they know he's a crook. They know he is has abused his power. They know he's skimming off the top. He, they know he's cheating. They know they know all of it, and they don't care because us us live. We got a white man in office. We're going to support that white man. Yeah. This is all payback. It's it's all payback because we put that Muslim boy in office twice. We had that Muslim boy paying us back. All of your welfare. Yes. All of your hospitalization and health care. Yes. All of your social support system is being wiped away. And you're not rich. You might be yeah. white, but you're not rich. And you're going to pay the price. Exactly. He's already shown the people who he is supporting. The top one percenters. Yeah. Yes. If you don't get it trickling down to you, I just went to this, my, my, my friend, Bishop, asked me, how could a company like Barney's of New York go out of business? Here in Beverly Hills, it's one of the top three stores in Beverly Hills. I had to look at them, and I had to say, the Internet. Mm-hmm. There are not people going and walking and shopping like they used to. The new generation, some of them enjoy just going on the Internet and having FedEx to me. I'll have it in three or four days. I don't have to go out, get out of my car. I don't have to go out of my house. Or I could be in somewhere else and I could see the dress and find out that they have it at this store. I can shop and get it on my on my iPhone. Not promoting iPhone on my cell phone. But that's the way of the world now. And big companies, retail Wholesale are filling the block, but it's just another another American icon, a, a, a corporation that's gone. Then he's off. And what is Trump doing about it? Nothing. Yep. If this was Obama, <clears throat> oh, but the, the economy. How can you say the economy is so great and you have these companies folding? I just when they met, they claimed it was bad for eight years. Well, this one lady who helped me today, she had been there for seventeen years. Seventeen years. Mm. Gone. Job gone. Wow. No pension, no nothing. Oh wow. She has to work. She says go find another job. Start all the way from the bottom and work her way up because there's no type of loyalty. And there are people who still don't get it. 
we still don't get it. So, right. What do I say? What do I say? I can't tell them people how much they're going to suffer. So I, I have no. to let them, let them go first. But what's so weird about this is while they go through it, they're flying their Trump flags. And it's, you know, well, he says that he's created 3 billion jobs. So, see, well, things must be better. Yeah, but you don't have health care. Mm-hmm. Your trailer's split in half, and you're flying a Trump flag. It's not trickling to you. It's part-time job. And the new narrative, the new narrative is you don't need an education. You ain't got to go to college. College ain't for everybody. You climb on up in that uh, uh, that pit and dig some of that coal out of there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You don't need no shoes on, Barney. Get on up in that coal pit. I can't, I, I, you know, and it's not just Barney. You got you got Rufus and you got Leroy, you got James, and you got Benny down there and Compton and Watts. They following Maxine Waters and others. The Pop Piders are taking them straight to hell. I don't look at either party as a party that is going to help us. We're in this by ourselves, right? And this government has. Abandon us. All of us. That's right. And if you think that you're part of the uh, plan, you didn't get your invitation. Right. Exactly. You're you on the menu. Going to the right. Uh-huh. You're on the menu. You know? That's right. And it's a, it's a shame. It's a shame. And I want to thank everyone for your happy birthday, warm wishes. I really, truly appreciate it. I have had my day and my day and my day after that day and my day again. (laughs) I'm enjoying the whole entire weekend. Um, You know, my buddy Bishop, he's been hanging with me. And um, oh, he got himself a nice bag out of, and a nice jacket out of it, you know, on my birthday. And that's how I am, you know. Bishop says thank you very much. That's right. But you know, I'm not the type of person, and I thank God that I'm not, that will see and want something. For myself only. I want it for anybody that's around me to get it to. Okay, turn You know, Rihanna, what has been served up to the American people with this impeachment hearing 
has been the most crooked. Yes. And people are just waiting to see if they're going to get away with it. Right. And unfortunately, until November, I believe that there's a lot of people who believe that white is right. Mm-hmm. White is right. And they mm-hmm. feel that if they can't secure something for themselves, then they can't see anybody else with it. Yep. That's that's so unfortunate because right. um, oh, let, let's just talk about uh, the last five presidents. Actually, we can even go six. Mr. Carter was a very uh, quiet-spoken humanitarian. Yes. And outside of the hostage situation, uh, it was just a a nice guy. He's a peanut farmer. Mm-hmm. A mm-hmm. nice guy. And will go down in history as probably one of the most uh, the biggest heart and the greatest humanitarian of the presidents of my lifetime in the last 50 years. Then you had Ronald Reagan. Love him or hate him. Uh, He took on Russia and he brought America closer to to Britain with with Margaret Thatcher. He was able to do stuff uh, stuff that sounds so ignorant. He was able to enforce and, and, and make policies that ordinarily would not have been done. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> so watching him pull off what he pulled off as mafia was along. Uh when when he was president even though he brought crack cocaine into the black communities to pay for war, mm-hmm. what he was able to do with Russia, he's probably turned over <clears throat> in his grave right now. Uh, right. To know that KGB is running the United States, right? Yes. Um, with the help of a lot of Republicans who were in office absolutely. praising absolutely. him. And, yes, absolutely. yes. And even the guys that are coming out now against yes. Trump, and it's too late. You 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 shut down the whole impeachment trial and didn't do it. Now you want to come out because that oh he's gonna get me. Yeah, he's gonna get you because that's uh-huh. kind of petty person he is. Yep. So after after Reagan, we had George Bush Senior, and this guy was CIA, just like. Putin is KGB. He wanted to make sure that there's wars that uh, we win, and there was territory that we could put bases and and secure America. And him and others made money. Uh-huh. They made a lot of money, but not at the expense of America. Many people can say a lot of things about uh, uh, Bush Sr. 
who was unseated by a black man. Yes, I said a black man. Because the Clintons didn't know where Washington, D.C. was. They were just drug dealers, I mean, a a governor, the first lady in Arkansas. Killing people, I mean, uh, uh, working and (laughs) just doing their thing. And Ron Brown found them and took them to Martha's Vineyard and introduced them to the Kennedys and took them and introduced them to Vernon Jordan. And Vernon Jordan took them to New York. I just started over on that one. Go ahead. Dressed them up and shined them up. And they unseated. President George Bush Sr., which wasn't supposed to happen, but it did. And in retaliation, George Bush, George W. Bush, was courted by Dick Cheney, Rumsfeld, and all of the others that were a part of Bush Sr.'s cabinet advisory. They said, we're going to take this shit back. Texas is in the house. And Halliburton and all those big companies made money. So, there were things done. Lots of oil, lots of money. Lots of things done. So, with all that, you know, uh, so, but it didn't happen. Didn't happen. So, as we thought about it, and then, what happened? <laughs> we had the black man. The black man. The black man. Yeah. Anytime. Anytime. So. Oh, no. <laughs> you from New York, huh? <laughs> hey, forget about it. Chuck is a good buddy of mine. So. I miss my boy Vinny. We're going to talk about Vinny for a minute. I can tell it. I can sense it. And it always is true. I tell my little buddy, I said, leave that alone. It's what it is. And I'm always right. We got the guys out here. So anyway, you get Barack Obama in. And he fixes all the things that 
we're wrong with our with our country, and we we start to we start fixing these things, and Russia decides that hey, we got a guy that we can bring in, and he's not a politician. He's a crook. So what happened? They cheat. Russia. They cheat. And they get him in. Well, they set they set him up for years. They had him they had him do the birther thing for years to cultivate the racist vote. Right. They you know, they helped him through all that. So what do we do? You try to tell people. That. Wow. All I can say is wow, Rihanna. Mm-hmm. Wow. You're welcome. Yeah. Gonna fix this. You've got to fix yourself. Who's going to do it? <laughs> huh? It's going to have to be do? we the people. <laughs> because... Our institutions have been so corrupted. He, he has really, he, along with Republic, elected Republicans, have dealt the final blows to our institutions. We can't depend on, on anyone else to do anything for us. And this is exactly what the Obama administration kept saying in their final weeks in office. They kept saying there is no secret safety net to save us from a crazy person in a corrupt administration. There's no magic button that you can push when you have a crazy president in office doing all the crazy things that he said he was going to do. There, there, there really isn't that. There's, there's nothing to protect us. Right. So what do you say? <laughs> wow. Wow. What is this? Wow. So, have you heard about the corona virus? Yes. Are you watching this? Every 
years or something else. I just want to know what happened to Ebola. What happened to Ebola? Oh, there, there was a, there was an outbreak again uh, a couple months ago. I forget which country it was in, but they contained it pretty quickly. So, every year, there's something else. And the world is falling. The world is going to end. What can I say? What can I say? Did I tell you, Rihanna, we're only doing until 7 o'clock? Oh, okay. No problem. Yeah, we have a lot of partying to do. Well, yeah. So. Bishop. Tell about much fun we have. Uh, we're having a blast out here in Beverly Hills. Can't complain. All I can do is put on a happy face. That's what we do. We have fun. We have lots of fun. We uh, we're just living the best life. We hope that everybody else is doing the same. Live your best life. Live your best life. Well said. Rihanna, Rihanna, Rihanna. (laughs) I can't believe... It's been so long. You know how long we've been doing this stuff, Rihanna? Mm. It's been a minute. <laughs> yes, it has. Dr. Shirley McKellar introduced us and put us together. Mm-hmm. And we have made it last forever. Yep. So, Which has been a huge, yeah. huge gift to me. A life-changing gift for which I am eternally grateful. Well, so am I. I think about you and Greg and the girls all the time. <laughs> My brother Greg. She's like myself right now. I'm going for it, I know. <laughs> you just get embarrassed. You just get embarrassed. I think you're hoping for the best all the time. Hoping and wishing 
That somebody would just do the right thing. Mm-hmm. Just do the right thing. They don't always do the right thing, though. Wow. All I can say is wow. You better do her. You know, we really have to do something about this this place. We don't take no advice from you. You're just embarrassed. No. No. Anyway, Rihanna, take us home. Love you bunch. I love you so much, Bishop. I hope you have a wonderful birthday. You absolutely deserve it. You're an amazing, amazing person, and you mean the world to me. Hey, hey. The homeless is still homeless, the poor is still poor. Yet we find billions of dollars to fund senseless war. And yes, we're fighting terrorism. What about the quiet racism? Dividing among ourselves. Somebody's crying for help. Heaven is listening. Heaven is watching. Heaven knows. And they may not play this on the radio Cause the devil don't want you to know If we don't stop the hypocrisy The nation will lose its soul Then rather play music about money and sex Like we don't have no intellect Somebody need to show some respect
Cause somewhere we lost our feeling Oh 